Hello, and welcome to Loaf, a movie podcast. My name is Raul Duca, and I'm joined by... Jason Mallett. And today, we're going to be discussing one of our favorite movies, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. This movie stars Keanu Reeves as Ted and Alex Winters as Bill. They're, um, I, I don't know, how, how would you describe them? They're not like losers per se, but... They, yeah, they're not losers, but they're definitely... A, like a two-man wolf pack, I think. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah, so they're they're essentially metalheads who have not grown up. Yeah, they're really likable guys. You can be friends with them, but you wouldn't want your mom to know that you're friends with them. Yeah, they there's no references to drugs in the movie, but I describe them as like kind of like dumb potheads who just try to make metal music in their garage every day. And I think I would be friends with them, but... Yeah, the, the best part is is that they don't know how to play music, yeah. <laughs> but, but they still try. Yeah. The, the whole premise of this movie is that in the future, Bill and Ted somehow cause worldwide peace and you know they they say that the yeah. their music the wild stallions like their band it causes you know world the world to have peace the planets align they you know start like talking to like yeah. alien planets and so, they don't give a lot of details as to why or how this happens but i think this movie is it you don't have to take it that seriously it's just kind of like a fun like really short 90 minute movie so just they tell you that happens and you kind of just run with it you're like okay <laughs> yeah and so basically they're they're failing school in a sense and they have this big history project coming up mm-hmm. where they need to give an oral presentation about what um Someone from history would think of San Dimas, California. Which is their hometown in the movie. Yeah, in uh, 1988, 89, whatever year it was. And so while they're trying to kind of study at the Circle K, this time machine kind of pops down. That's like a telephone booth and a man comes out. Mm -hmm. And and it turns out to be this guy's name, Rufus, and he gives them access to this, you know. By the way, that guy, Rufus, you know who plays him? Who? Uh, George Carlin, oh. who, like, I think he's, I'm not sure, but he's at Hardcore History Podcast. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. That I thought it was, like, no, that's Dan Carlin. Oh, is it? This <laughs> looks <laughs> George Carlin, because uh, he, he's famous. For it, sure. may, it might be George Carlin. We'll look at yeah, him. Yeah, I don't to cut that comment. <laughs> I think that's him, though. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, uh, apparently they, were, they weren't going to cast him. He was never, like, in the running for Rufus. Yeah. They were going for, like, very serious actors. Apparently, Sean Connery, one of those the people that they were uh, looking at, weird. but they said it was, like, a happy accident that he ended up on, and he was great. Uh, but, yeah, so Rufus gives them this time machine, and they, you know, go throughout history kind of essentially, you know, kidnapping, like, or... Well, so- to back it up a little bit, they, uh, their project that they have to do in order to pass history class and not like fail out of high school, uh, because also if they fail this class, one of the, is it Ted's dad's going to send them to military school yeah. and then their band's never going to be able to pick off. So they're really worried about failing. So they like Rufus gives them like kind yeah. of like a like a demo, and they go to France and they see Napoleon who tries to basically hit him with a cannonball, and Napoleon somehow gets hit with the cannonball and flies into their whole like time stream so he ends up in modern century like modern time Mm -hmm. with bill and ted without them ever trying to get him and so they have ted's brother watch napoleon while they go through time to you know basically collect all these other people 
So some of the people that they meet are Billy the Kid, Socrates, or as they like to say, so crazy. So crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also uh, come upon uh, Sigmund Freud, Beethoven, which I love his name, Beethoven. Yeah, like, that was like one of my favorite jokes. I think <laughs> every time they said it, I put a smile on my face. And then they also come across Joan of Arc, Genghis Khan, and Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And when they get back to um, as they're as they're going through time, like their you know telephone booth time machine actually ends up getting what what is the the antenna messes up. Yeah, and so they're not able to go back through time. So there's like this whole scene where they're trying to fix it with chewing gum and macadamia nut cans or whatever um when they're able to make it back to like our time they you know they're they're trying to they're basically take the group to the mall because as as you do in the 80s 90s i was confused about why they went to the mall what was the point of that i don't really know they wanted to have them see what modern or like what what this was like okay yeah so they took them to the mall and uh, they go to find Napoleon, who's actually at a water slide called Waterloo. Oh, uh, yeah. And I thought that was a great... Um, so he, he's at Waterloo, you know, having a blast, pushing kids out the way. Um, they're able to find him, but then once they go back to the mall, uh, everyone's been arrested for causing mayhem and havoc, you know. Uh, Beethoven was, like, rocking hard. Uh, Joan of Arc was teaching uh, some uh, aerobics yeah, class. Some 80s, classic 80s yeah. aerobics. Yeah. Um, I thought, so, I just as an offhand note, I didn't, like, it didn't strike me that that character was supposed to be Joan of Arc. I guess I missed that line, and I thought it was a boy. I thought it was the dude. It looked like the dude from Stranger Things, <laughs> like the main character, you know? Because <laughs> it has a short hair and, like, kind of, like, well, like yeah, jo- jo- I mean Joan of Arc was only a teenager. After, yeah, like, I don't really don't know her story very well. I know she like was some sort of warrior. That yeah, pretended to be a boy, maybe even. I, I from what I understand was that she, uh, she, she thought, or like she had, uh, she believes that God told her to go and fight her friends against the English, uh. and basically. I believe she actually like disguised herself, but I'm not 100 percent sure yeah, about that. Like a voice, yeah. It's like the origin story of Mulan as well. Is it? Is there any basis off of that? I mean, it could be. Uh, I mean, I don't know about like Mulan might actually be like a historical figure too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, but yeah. So she, yeah. So she kind of, I think, went in and led, led like was like really good at battle and yeah. as most young girls are. Yeah, of course, naturally. Um, but yeah, so she. Yeah, we should have probably done more research about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just realizing I don't know who she really is. I, yeah. I guess I knew she was French. Yeah. She's uh, she's actually Noah's wife. Oh yeah, in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, so she uh, like basically helped uh, liberate France and made the dude king or something. Mm-hmm. And then all, all I think she was like burned at the stake later on, and she was like all, all while she was a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Billy the Kid only was twenty one when he died. So. Really? Yeah. Was he a train robber? It was an outlaw of some sort. Yeah. So yeah. That's a cool life. I don't know, man. <laughs> we're we're twenty eight. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then um, so so go, getting back to our story because we're already like wasting so much time at this. Uh, <laughs> They they go to you know the jail cell or the what was it called 
PlayStation. Uh, yeah, where I guess Ted's dad works. Yeah, he's yeah. a police officer, and basically Ted gets sent home, and they they're trying to um, basically break everyone out, and the running like uh, clue, I guess, or um, hint or topic was like. Ted's dad's been looking for his keys since the beginning of the movie and he can't find them. Mm-hmm. And so Bill and Ted are like, you know, what we should do is in the future we should take your dad's keys and come back and hide them somewhere. And so two days before, like that was the idea that they would take the keys yeah. two days before and everything. And so they're like, oh, and we'll put them under behind that sign. So then lo and behold, behind that sign are the keys. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Yeah. And so they kind of basically uh, rescue all of these historical figures and get them to give what I would say would be the most epic presentation in all of time and space. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was pretty great. And then uh, after that, they take all of the historical figures back, and Rufus comes back with the two princesses that they had met earlier. And mm-hmm. turns out the two princesses are also part of the band. Oh yeah. yeah, which I thought was interesting. And we we never see any progression of the band in the movie. Like they do they make music at the end even? They the, like Rufus jams out and then Rufus jams out. Yeah, and then they attempt to jam, but they they don't know how to play instruments. Yeah, which will come, you know, in yeah. due time. Yeah. So what what did you think of the movie? Uh, I thought it was good. I I've heard a lot about it. Like. From people who would like reference it, and I'd be like, "Oh, I've never seen that movie because I just watched it for the first time." And they're like, "Well, you never seen Bill and Ted? You gotta see it. It's a classic." And I see why it's a classic. Like it's you know one of those like stupid buddy movies that like it's so easy to watch. You just kind of laugh, and then it ends in like an hour and a half. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say I loved it. Like I thought it was good, and I would like recommend it if someone was in the mood for that type of movie. But it was just like an easy movie that didn't go too deep. It was just, you know, I can see why it's like a cult classic kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it's, it's definitely a good time. Like mm-hmm. you, you watch it, you enjoy it. I didn't think like you had to do a lot of critical thinking. No, definitely um, not. It, it was fun. I personally, like I, I enjoy the whole time travel genre and sci-fi stuff. And so I really liked that that aspect of going to see historical figures yeah. and going to the present. It was... Um, What's funny, one one thing that I found really funny was, and apparently they were originally going to have like some kind of like Chevy van uh-huh. and instead of a uh, instead of a phone booth. Yeah. But um, they thought it'd be too similar to Back to the Future, uh, the DeLorean. Uh, you know, it's another classic I've never seen. Really? <laughs> I, I know. Okay, so we'll do another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so they they thought it was going to be um, too similar, and so they were like, okay, we'll do a phone booth. Which, funny enough, is also associated with one of the longest-running time travel TV shows, Doctor Who, from, mm. from the UK. Was that out in the eighties? Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Uh, yeah, like it, they took like a hiatus and then they came back. It, they might have done it because it might not have been as popular in the US as the UK. But who knows? Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I I enjoyed the movies. I really I really thought the the one scene where they're um, they're kind of arguing back and forth about, oh, oh, we need to, you know, make a make a music video if you want to have a great band, if you want to get Van Halen, Eddie yeah. Van Halen, if you, you know, we should learn to play instruments, but we need Eddie Van Halen to teach us 
all that like that whole thing around yeah, you, the yeah, tattoo it was like scene. A loop. Oh, yeah, yeah. like do you, have you seen Dude Where's My Car? Yeah, uh, yeah, the, that's a good the tattoo. Yeah, it's like, dude, where's my tattoo? It's like, Sweet, <laughs> dude. And then uh, also another one was like Rush Hour Three. It's like the guys' names are you and me, and they, I can't. It's like kind of like that. It was a nice scene. It was. Maybe, I bet the dude where's my car was probably heavily influenced by this movie. I would say. Yeah, I I want to say it was probably all heavily influenced by marijuana. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, true. Which I thought it was interesting that I guess maybe in the eighties, like drug references in movies, and this is kind of like maybe it could be like a young adult kids movie, so they didn't talk about it because these people obviously fit the stereotype and like talk like stoners and all that stuff. But well, I think originally they they wanted to have Bill and Ted be like. Um, 14, 15 years old, uh-huh. but then they cast, uh, uh, yeah, uh, what's his name? Keanu. Keanu and uh-huh. uh, the, the other guy, I can't remember, the Winters. Yeah. Um, He's Alex Winters. Alex Winters, yeah. yeah. And so because of that, like, no one's going to believe that, like, these, these dudes are in their 20s or, like, 15-year-olds. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. It was, a, it was cool to see a young Keanu Reeves, too. I've only seen... And play like serious roles. I can't. Has he ever been in another comedy? Like since we've been yeah, the replacements. Oh, but even that, he wasn't like goofy. I wouldn't say like the movie's a comedy, but he's like the quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Bill, yeah. Bill and Ted is like the only. It was a very different role for him. I thought. Yeah, I haven't seen him like in a comedic role. What I was really impressed by was their was like their vocabulary and language skills. Like even though they were, they spoke eloquently. Even though they spoke. Idiotically, yeah. if that's a word. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, one of my favorite scenes was, like, when they quoted Kansas, we're all dust in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> the philosophy scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think one question you want to ask when you watch a movie like this is, if it were you and you could go back in time, what historical figures would you bring back? I thought Billy the Kid, interesting choice. I just don't know much about him. He's not the most influential person. I mean, I think I would have different choices than these people. Yeah, like, but also they were, they were doing it for... For the historical project, and I get that. But Yeah, I think one person who would be cool would be Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, yeah. Like, Teddy's a badass. Yeah, like, he got shot and, like, gave a speech, like, right after, and, like, yeah. the speech was, like, 90 minutes long. Yeah. Um... Well, one of my favorite things about Teddy was that he started the whole national, national park. parks. Yeah, uh, so Teddy's Teddy, a legend for sure. Yeah, Abe was cool. Like I, I, I talked to Abe. Mm-hmm. Really, like a lot of historical figures. After listening to the Hamilton, you know, uh, soundtrack, uh-huh. maybe Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton could be cool. I would want my one of my number ones would probably be Albert Einstein. Really, yeah. I feel like that would be a cool person to talk to because he not only is like obviously the poster boy for what a genius even is, but he was involved with like World War Two in weird, cool ways and just a really interesting period of history. I feel like that would be a great person to talk to. And like for a project, you know, I'm kind of surprised they left him out. That's true. It might have, yeah. I mean, uh, so I think Albert Einstein is in the second movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I, oh. I think he is. Because uh, I also think they do some time travel. Like, I don't since I don't think you've seen it, right? I know. I saw after it ended on Hulu, it was suggested to watch it next. It's like Bogus Journey. Yeah. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah, so I don't want to give anything away. So, yeah, but I think Einstein's in that one. Okay. Um, okay. 
Yeah, there, there's a lot of good historical figures. I think one thing that I have to, like, every time like this question comes up, I'm like, oh, I'd want to meet them and them. But then I'm like, you know, like, if I came in a time machine and I showed up in front of Alexander the Great, I think nine times out of ten, he'd just kill me. Oh, yeah. yeah. There'd be no hesitation. Yeah. yeah for sure. It's, yeah, especially, like, if I, like, went to, like, meet someone who was, like, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to meet someone, like, you know, like, from the early forefathers, but then I'm also, like, a colored person, and so yeah. it'd be, like, it's yeah. kind of a dangerous situation. Although, if you do show up and they see you arrive in a time machine, and this day, they're going to think you're a god. They're not even going to question it. They're going to be like, this man is our god now. Or, or they think you're a witch, and then they or, burn yeah. you, or, like, That's try true. to drown you with the duck or well, something. You, maybe roll the dice because that's you know either treat like a god or kill it immediately yeah honestly if i had a time machine i'd be more interested in solving like like historical mysteries like that would be that would be a cool thing to do like yeah like who the fuck was jack the river actually yeah. we can't cuss so but who was jack the ripper you know they they don't know there's like the whole list of people that they think it might have been someone like really like affluent in like yeah. Victorian England or it could have been just someone on the street that's a risky one though because then he's a serial killer so if he finds out you're on his trail yeah but but as far as I know he only married women and brought or murdered women and prostitutes oh. who were prostitutes so. oh okay okay but who knows mm. uh, also colored person like <laughs> yeah true yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see dinosaurs I wouldn't stay for a long time I'd just like to like time travel to like I think the Yucatan is known for having a lot of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Go there for like 30 minutes, check some out, keep my distance, and then leave immediately. <laughs> so as long as I see like two. <laughs> that would be it. But that would be like almost number one. I was like obsessed with dinosaurs as a kid. I think it would be cool to see one in real life. It could be perspective changing. Yeah. see that. I'd be interested to see who actually William Shakespeare was. Because like there's this whole thing about like he's not actually like... William Shakespeare is like a pseudonym or like a like like he was he's not actually like who he's like yeah, portrayed I, as. I've heard some stuff about that or but I don't really know what the whole story is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we'd have to go back and yeah. find out, I guess. There'd be a lot of things like honestly like if we had a time machine I'd pro- probably redo my life from like the last uh, like yeah. like I'm twenty eight now, so maybe since like the last twenty years, like <laughs> just redo uh, I could start over at eight. No way. Would you go forward or backwards, given the choice? Only one oh, choice. Man. And you can obviously come back to present after, but... Oh, oh, always, always forward, like... Because you uh, See, like, this is this is what you're missing. Like, you haven't seen uh, Back to the Future. Like, if you want to uh-huh. get, get really rich, you go, you go to the future, and you get uh-huh. something, like... I don't want to give away too much from one of the Back to the Future series, but yeah, like, you know, like, you go go forward and you find out something that's gonna like get you rich the other option would be go back in time right before bitcoin came out and like yeah like and you know like buy, buy everything yeah. yeah buy a dollar's worth of bitcoin now at that time which yeah. would be like a lot now yeah or invest in like apple in the 80s i've actually yeah. thought about this is like so if you if you went back to time like say like 50 years mm-hmm. you know before or like even in the like the the late 80s Right before like Google, Apple, all these like things go, and you can invest in them. Mm-hmm. Like, how how would you get that investment into your name, right? Like, oh, would, because you're gonna not even exist at that point. Exactly. So that's like the mm-hmm. tough thing, you know. Yeah. 
And then uh, maybe you put it in your parents' name, and then they are rich, and then but then. But then, how would they know? Like you, you would have to like have to, you would have to meet them and be like, "Here you go." Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, maybe you could set up a fake account. I don't really know how that stuff works. I don't have enough money to know the ins and outs of setting up accounts and investing. You know? Yeah, like worst case is like, oh, this one year old like, oh, like invested in Google stock. <laughs> yeah, well, they can't invest you, investigate you for that. You're one. Maybe they, I don't know. We'll see. I guess I'll never really have to solve this problem because I don't think I'll be time traveling. <laughs> but it, yeah, the practical issues of time travel are interesting. Like obviously in this movie too, I was thinking like, okay, you went back in time, you took these people. That would in in a real scenario change the event of the, the course of history. If Socrates saw the eighties, you know. But but so like what I thought was interesting was that. The way that they've kind of like portrayed time in this movie is that it's always so it's it's like circular like time always happens and uh, in that certain way uh-huh. because you know the like obviously we don't see those guys go and um, you know like put the keys behind there but they they think it uh-huh. so because like they've thought of it it's already done. Like when Ted goes and tells himself to like rewind the watch, but he doesn't do it. So like his future self tells him again and again and uh, again. That's true. So it's like and all already predetermined a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah. So I think like what the whole premise of Rufus coming back was that Rufus was the same guy who was going, who Rufus was always going to go back in the past, mm-hmm. and like they were always going to go into the future or okay. into the past as well. Like, yeah, yeah. What's interesting about Rufus is, is like he never introduces himself. What do you he, mean? he never says his name. So the only way, the only reason that we know his name is Rufus is because when he first makes an appearance, Bill and Ted from the future oh. come out and they're like Rufus, <laughs> and oh. they're like listen to this guy. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that's do you think that's just like a plot hole that they fucked up or like I mean I mean I have no idea it's also like one of those things about like time travel there's a yeah there's like a lot of like interesting movies about time travel and like Uh, it's always like one of those things is like it's like do I know it because I like I've already experienced it or I'm going to experience it kind of situation so time travel if you think about it hard can get really confusing really fast Uh, I, I think it's I mean, I don't know enough physics to know whether it could theoretically even be possible, but I kind of hope it can't. I think it could just set off, like, these loops of incompatibilities that would shatter things. One thing that struck me as interesting when I was watching this movie is that they're actually kidnapping people through history. Yeah. So are they? So is it? So are they like heroic, or are they kidnappers? And we're and we're seeing it through like like a Stockholm syndrome perspective. Because like yeah. there's there's a scene when they literally just like use a lasso to basically kidnap Sigmund Freud. They kidnap Abraham Lincoln. And none of them have any sort of problem with it. They're all just like, oh, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe they're high. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe, maybe they're hot boxing in the telephone booth. Yeah, they all seem to be very chill about it. Yeah, for sure. Like Billy the Kid was a very angry guy. But they until... saved Billy the Kid's life though, because remember he was being chased off the bar and shot at, and then they disappeared. 
Yeah, but I would also be, like, very curious about, like, I mean, Billy the Kid is a murderer, like. A legend murderer. He was never tried by a a jury of his peers. Do you know that for a fact? (laughs) We've established that I know very little history. And in conclusion, we just want to leave you all with one thing. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. This has been love.